0: I'm talking to myself right now because yeah. I look when it comes to making decisions, if there's some risk Daily, involved, it really. takes forever for me.
1: You really are. <laughs> because, oh my goodness.
0: What else? I I got a what if always on what the horns that?
1: of a dilemma. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's exactly right, man. And that is a very uncomfortable spot to rest.
1: Stories stir the soul,
0: stories reveal,
1: and stories heal.
0: In this podcast, we will give you an inside look at someone who's had a life changing breakthrough.
1: Real people, real stories, with real breakthroughs. As a health and wellness expert and coach, and Todd as a men's mentor.
0: We've seen firsthand what God can do when it comes to a breakthrough. So lean in, listen well, this could be your biggest breakthrough.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Your Biggest Breakthrough. I'm Wendy Peck.
0: I'm Todd Isburner.
1: And it's nice this, little sing along song. Uh, is I was burner to
0: kind of mimic you a little bit? Todd <laughs> is burner. Yeah. So here we are on another wonderful episode of your biggest breakthrough, and we're going to talk about breakthroughs when it comes to taking risks in life. Because uh, this morning, you and I were during our time of devotions, we picked up a sentence out of a book here that caused us to really begin to discuss it, think about it. That well, let's talk about it on the podcast.
1: Yeah, because it, it talked about risk taking puts us in a place of constant dependence on the Lord. And we just got back from a trip and it was pretty risky. It was a risky adventure and it was a lot of fun, but we had to depend on the Lord a couple times. And we may have said a couple of prayers a couple of (laughs) times as we were taking this risky adventure. What was this adventure, Todd?
0: We thought it was a calculated risk. (laughs) We were with our friend, Justin Mena, who is uh, noted as the Fear Hunter. Yes, in because, fact, uh, we had
1: him on our show, our podcast, not did. so long ago, episode ninety four, and uh, the title is "Attack the Fears in Your Life and Achieve Your Biggest Breakthrough." Just Mena, He's the Fear so, Hunter. Yeah,
0: he's an mm-hmm. adventure go getter, and uh, he's an he, adrenaline
1: junkie. He, a little bit like uh, us, but on a
0: whole uh, other uh, level. Whole another level. So he, he, so we're out in the San Diego, California area, yeah, La Jolla, where he lives, and mm-hmm. uh, so his idea was let's go kayaking and paddleboarding. In La Jolla and, and we'll see- be able to see with we'll go into the, and and the out sea lines that whole deal. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that, see that some sounds,
1: sharks. Cool. Sounds
0: great. So, <laughs> so we've got blow up kayaks and blow up paddleboards. Uh-huh. And, Which is uh, already
1: the first like red flag in my opinion, like, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: so we're ready to launch them until a guy comes over to say you can't launch them from here.
1: Yeah. What do you We mean? were right in the cove and we had gotten permission or Justin well,
0: thought did permission before. But- but we got busted and he would not let us launch. So what we had to do is drag the kayaks back up to the top of the cliff, uh-huh. go down about, I don't know, a couple of blocks carrying these things. Uh-huh. And the only way to access back down to the water. Well, was that to come- was
1: the only way. That was the oh, way that we chose because true. it was the shortest the
0: shortcut distance. How many times do we take risks because of shortcuts?
1: And yeah. really, is it a shortcut after all? Yeah. I don't know.
0: So we stand at the edge of, it's not a cliff, but it's a pretty steep Downhill grade.
1: Oh, it's a cliff. It, it, it's on top of the cave, basically. And if you've ever gone there to visit, you know exactly where we're talking. There's a cave that you can actually pay to go uh, walk down and experience this cave. But,
0: Cheap. We didn't want to pay. We no, wanted to go done down that before, down but on the cliff instead.
1: So we were on top of this cave yeah. and then go down the other side of it to drop our paddleboard and kayak in the water there along with the sea lions. And, so where we're, yeah.
0: when we're standing there looking down, realizing, okay, this can be a this pretty treacherous downhill summit where going to go about, let's see, how many feet would you say that was? Probably about a uh, hundred feet.
1: I'm not good with that.
0: All right. Anyway, okay. it, it was it's a, a guy very thing. steep incline. We had to watch our footing. It was slippery. We're hanging on to things while we're carrying the <laughs> kayak and the paddleboard. And our friend Justin, and, oh, come
1: on, guys, it's yeah. fine. While he's recording everything. So we
0: knew there was risk involved. Sure. And it's real we, rocky, slippery. We calculated the risk well, saying we're probably not going to die. Could get. Well, injured. I
1: don't know. Did we really calculate <laughs> it? I think we prayed. Hey, I think we were dependent on the Lord at this point.
0: This is this is true because, because we weren't certain if we were just being foolish, right, or if we were doing a calculated risks, knowing that all right, there is some danger involved, but
1: but we do love adventure,
0: and we're with the fear hunter. If He, if he <laughs> leads the it. way. It probably can be done. <laughs> Thankfully, we got down there uninjured, un unscathed. The really, sea so
1: lions scared. didn't attack us; they only barked at us. Yeah, yeah.
0: and we had this wonderful time. Paddling around in the caves and swimming
1: with swimming, the sea. Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Even though when we got out to swim, by the way, with was slippery rocks underneath. I and we could have know. trapped our foot in between and I did rocks. Bleed.
1: And, I, did, I did hit my ankle yeah, and it was, I bled and a little And
0: swells are coming in and they're <laughs> and we're wondering, okay, what if we got our foot caught between the rocks and, and the tide is coming anyway? Okay, but I Make, never
1: thought that. You thought oh, that. Oh, I thought it all. And I think but, it's because. You've had your foot cut before. Remember that whole shoelace thing that got
0: cut on the bicycle? Yeah, If you haven't heard that
1: episode, you need to go hear that one. I'm a little (laughs) bit more
0: cautious these days. So the point is, when we take risks, we've got to calculate what the outcome is going to be. And if we believe the outcome is going to be good enough, then we're willing to take the risk, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. And we realize it's all very relative what we're saying right now, because you've got certain things in life where you're either about to take a risk or you've already taken the risk and you're experiencing the outcome or you're considering taking this risk because you're not quite sure. And that's the whole point. That's why we call it risk because you don't exactly know what the outcome is. But it's the
1: risk and reward. Like it's about the reward on the other side. So the reward for us was to go into these caves and experience this adventure that we've never done before with our friend, Justin. And just, I don't know, just to live. I, I was like this is living. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. And so what is the reward? And of course I go to the Joshua and Caleb. They're my favorite. Oh, That's- you're
0: talking about the kind of risk that they were willing to take because right. they believe first of all
1: They were God in the would desert forever. They were ready to get out of there Okay, you want anyway. to tell the story? No, you go ahead.
0: Okay. Now, so I was looking up what the bio, what the
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah, the definition of risk. Oh, you-, now, you check that out because I think that really fits in here again. The, the idea in taking risks is that you believe there's going to be some kind of a positive outcome or you wouldn't take that risk. Right. Nevertheless, you're not 100% certain. And this is where you have to step out, believing that, okay, I've evaluated things carefully enough that I think it's going to turn out okay. Before we go to the Bible example. Yeah. The obvious illustration here are with investments, right? And every time you invest in anything, the investment opportunity always makes sure there's a certain amount of risk involved. You may lose all of your money or a portion. There's no guarantee. And yet you look at it, you say, I think there's enough evidence to indicate that it will turn out okay. So you take the risk and you hope for a good outcome. Mm
1: -hmm. But that's also not just in investments. You also take a risk when you enter into a marriage right? Because that's about being dependent on the Lord, because it is a risk. Yeah, but in, how many people really of,
0: enter into it, but they don't in, this is a risk. No. No, no.
1: no, but it is, it is a risk because you are a dependent upon the Lord and you're coming from two different Uh, Upbringings, there's all kinds of things to consider, and so it's it's a risk as you go in, but but the reward is so great that you probably don't think of that one too much. Yeah,
0: or maybe you're facing a a relocation Mm. into maybe the opportunity has arisen where you could move somewhere because of better opportunities, or at least perceived to be better opportunities, right? And so you've got to calculate it all out. Obviously, you pray, you talk to God about it, you look for His leading. But if you don't have that absolute certainty, then you are taking somewhat of a risk, hoping the outcome will be good. Or maybe it's in starting a business, or maybe there's a health challenge that you're facing. You've got some options for the healthcare. You're not quite sure this one might be a little bit more risky than that one. And so you bathe it in prayer, hoping and believing for a good outcome. And nevertheless, you've got to come to that point of stepping over the line, making a decision, and there seems to be a certain level of risk with it. One more. I just want to share. Sure. How many of us don't share the gospel with somebody mm-hmm. because we feel it's too risky? Risky in what? Risky that I might, might you be get embarrassed. embarrassed, or risky that I might offend that person. Right. Risky that they might think I'm. They
1: might reject you. They might reject yeah. the gospel. Yeah. yeah, that's true.
0: So there's always going to be opportunities that present a risk, and the question is, what holds us back from just stepping over the line and going ahead and taking the risk? So let's go over to the Bible example.
1: Yeah. So Joshua again, and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb, they were obviously spies. Two of the the twelve that were sent out to go check out this area, the promised land, the promised land. This mm-hmm. area to find out is the soil fertile? Are there are the the men weak or strong there? Can we take them down? Basically, mm-hmm. do wh- what kind of Land are we looking at? Is there water nearby? I mean, just get me the whole big scope of the land and then come back and report and let's see if the reward is great enough for the attack and move in. Mm-hmm. But ten of those spies came back and said, Oh man, no, these Go guys a are a lot of baby
0: here. They there's yeah. no way
1: we're gonna win this deal. Yeah. And then Joshua and Caleb saw it completely different. So because, that's because, yes, they saw through what God showed yeah. them, right? Yeah. And so I think that's another thing to like. We can talk about like regarding risk. What is God showing you? Because it may not be what someone else that is even a family member or a friend that is might be seeing. It may not be hearing from the Lord and you are. And so that risk isn't necessarily a risk because you're being obedient.
0: It does seem like a balancing act. And sometimes when you've got input from others, right, and you're trying to balance that against what you believe God is leading you to do.
1: Because God can speak through people. Right? Absolutely true. Right. Yeah. Right. And
0: there is real wisdom in having a in having Council. counsel from godly people. Yeah. So we don't want to in any way discount that. But
1: you just need to discern the counsel. Yeah.
0: yeah. So when Joshua and Caleb got back and they gave their report and the other 10 spies gave a negative report, the people went absolutely crazy. Sure. They cried all night long. Go check it out in Numbers 13. It's a great story. And it's a real visualized story, the way it's written. And you'll see the two different kinds of reactions to taking risks.
1: All of a sudden. With God or without God. Think of politics. And we won't go there. But I think about when people cried (laughs) when a certain situation happened. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm not trying to go down that route. But I am. Because, again, people respond based on what they expected. Right? Yeah. And so these people probably expected oh. these people, the Israelites, expected to go into the promised land. But yep. when they got the report from these 10 spies yeah. that, wow, this is bigger than they even imagined, then they cried. They they did not the handle it. They wanted, the risk was too much.
0: Seemed too great and that this would not turn out very well. So why did they come to that place? First of all, they were influenced by the 10 spies who said, no way, cannot happen. Right. Why did the 10 spies have that attitude versus what Joshua and Caleb saw? And I really, truly think it simply boils down to either you believe what God is saying or you don't. don't. Right. And when you don't believe, then the risk seems so much greater and there's too much fear that holds you back. And I'm just thinking about risks in our own lives that that we've taken and the reason why we haven't taken certain risks. Mm. And I think in my case, it's generally because I'm just really afraid of the what ifs. So if— we do this, what if, and then you fill in the blanks with all the bad stuff that could happen. the if then. But we need to balance that out with, if I do make this decision, what if, and then you fill in the blanks with all the good things that God may have intended for you.
1: Right, no, that's really good, Todd, because I think we tend to, maybe not, maybe I'm generalizing, but I think most people tend to go to the negative side of things. Instead of seeing it as the positive reward, they see more of the risk of, Ooh, I could lose my money. I could all the negative things yeah. as opposed to, oh no, I could actually double my money and tithe in a greater way because mm. of this investment or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it depends on the personalities. It's about changing mindset a lot.
0: Right? It so is. It might be how it, you're
1: brought up. Yeah. Some people are brought up in that negative naysay environment.
0: And just like your author was yes. quoted saying here, risk taking puts you in that place of constant dependence on the Lord because You don't know everything, (laughs) and God doesn't expect you to know everything. So as you look ahead and you're hoping that the outcome and taking this risk is going to be good, you know what? It might not be. It might turn out different than what you were hoping for. So where does that leave God in the whole scenario? The one beautiful thing about a relationship with God is he works everything together for good Mm -hmm. because his plans and his purposes are so much greater than what we're able to see or understand. So then it comes back down to, do I trust God no matter what? If I make this decision, it seems pretty risky. I hope the outcome's good, but you take the risk and it doesn't turn out well. Where does that leave you with God? Will you be able to still trust him believing? God, I trust that you will make good from something that I had hoped would turn out differently than it currently is.
1: That's right. That's right. And one of the things, too, that this author says, he says that we do a lot in our own power and strength and ingenuity, never trusting God, only relying on self. But that's not where the jazz and joy of faith are found. The secret has to get out. We have to take risks and engage in a life that we know is bigger than us or we'll shrink in our apathy and settle for mediocrity. And oh. I think that was like the real like zinger. Mm-hmm. Are we settling for mediocrity based on not taking risks? And I know that they need yeah. to be calculated risks. Yes. But are you also praying uh, to God for that that knowing of that this risk is a good risk to take mm-hmm. and feeling uh, reassured by by listening to that still, small, quiet voice? So the
0: jazz and the joy? The jazz what's, what's and the, the jazz? joy of what's faith. The, it's like jazz, jazz, and no.
1: <laughs> but jazz and joy is a little, a little fun thing to put into that line.
0: So what is it that's facing you right now where you're feeling like there's a lot of risk involved here and you're going through the whole calculations process of the pros and the cons and the what ifs, well, what if I do this and then it turns out that way and how am I going to, we start to ask a lot of questions and that's good, but when you boil it all down, you simply don't know yeah you don't have a hundred percent certainty that taking this risk is going to turn out the way you want it to. And I can't reinforce that enough. We don't want to be dumb and and do things that are, Obviously you know, against common sense and really going to set you up for failure or disaster.
1: Which someone it, may have thought of our little adventure as stupid. Where's your common sense? I have a picture
0: be, of a <laughs> of somebody up on top of that cliff. Yeah. She has her hand over her mouth like this, like she's going, like, What idiots. <laughs> They're going to kill themselves. Maybe we did violate some common sense. Or center.
1: maybe we're just a little bit like Joshua and Caleb. How about that? Yeah,
0: you'd like to think that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to think
0: that. I'm going to choose. Let's put it this way, though. When it comes to taking risks, we really do want to do that which we believe will please God, fulfill his will and purposes, be of benefit to others along with ourselves, and not to be so myopic in the whole evaluation that we forget where God can be in all this. Mm. And I'm talking to myself right now because yeah. I look, when it comes to making decisions, if there's some risk Daily. involved, it really. takes forever for me.
1: You really are. <laughs> because, oh my goodness! What?
0: what? Well, then I thought I got to What She's if? He's always this, on the horns that?
1: of a dilemma. Yeah,
0: that's exactly <laughs> right, man. And that is a very uncomfortable spot to rest. Yeah, so. it's like
1: just make a decision. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's true, Todd. So is it? Is that because? You're afraid to make the wrong decisions. That is can't correct. Put you in the analysis of paralysis Absolutely state.
0: Absolutely true. There that's is, why
1: it took him I mean, five I, and a half years to to marry me.
0: <laughs> that's
1: exactly true.
0: <laughs> I yeah uh, okay all right. So, but the, <laughs> the bottom line practice. is really it, it is it's a matter of fear. And when you really take a look at the the sort of the genesis of fear, it's in that place of honestly not trusting God. Right. And I don't mean for stupid stuff or foolish things, but. But I'm I'm just overall, yeah, just trusting God in his sovereignty and in his love and in his power to bring you through what it is that you believe you're going to have to go through.
1: Yeah. And right now, Todd had mentioned about a health situation. That's on my heart right now. Like You listening, you might be going through a health struggle or someone that you know is going through a health struggle, and that can be a really tough place to be in. And so what do you do? you you listen, right? You listen to what God has for you, but you might have to take a risk in going a certain direction that may not seem normal in the natural, but in the supernatural, that's the step that you take. And so it's that belief piece yeah. with the risk. You
0: know, I was just thinking as you're talking, because one of the ways that I think we build ourselves up, just like physical exercise, you get stronger when you work out and you build that strength by having to do things that are uncomfortable. And I was thinking about maybe it gets... Easier along the way to take risks once you start practicing and you have a little bit more experience. So, you don't want to practice taking risks in like things that will impact your life forever. You want to take risks in some of the smaller areas. And I'm just going to pick on the adventure taking, risk taking side of life. Yeah. Because I wonder how many times we stop ourselves from pursuing an adventure, something like what you and I did, a little bit different. And as a result of that, we, we don't gain the experience. Or the joy. Right. Or the, the lessons jazz that can and joy.
1: be the jazz, the jazz and joy.
0: <laughs> so is there something that you've stopped yourself from doing because you thought, ah, it just, just seemed a little bit out there and it seemed a little bit too risky? And so your like, life you is, a, is
1: a little more mediocre and it could be so much more jazz and joy. Yes. Okay. We're going to really milk yeah, that one, are we? milk that worry. one, I'm
0: afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly,
1: a, a life of mediocrity is not one that we are to live. God really wants us to live this life in abundance yeah. in in its entirety to its fullest. Yeah. So what does that look like and what is hindering your risk taking opportunities or risk taking moments? Is it your health actually? And if it is, then let's get your health in a better place and that's something that I work with women on all the time to get physically but mentally, spiritually, and emotionally back on track. So if you're interested in that, check out wendypet.com. And I'd love to walk you through that journey so you can get into a good place and a healthy place so that you can take good, fun, calculated risk and start living an abundant life. And yeah, uh, and Todd does that with uh, men.
0: Yeah, we're yeah. Really excited about a course that we've developed. Yeah. Uh, it's a companion course to my book, What Every Man Needs to Know. In fact, you can go to my website. You can get a free copy of the book. You can sign up for the course if you'd like to do that as well. And then we've got a Facebook coaching group that we're going to be launching here in just a short while and would love to have you consider jumping in. Going to do some live coaching every week. We're going to talk through the issues of how to grow stronger in our faith, how to have better family relationships, how to be smarter when it comes to finances, and how to stay physically fit and healthy. And if you're in need of any of those things, I am, I know, and I'd love to be able to help you, along with a great group of guys that are going to be jumping in on
1: this. Yeah, and you can go to ToddIsBurner.com on that. And I just want to speak on your behalf because a, a gal that her son has gone through Todd's program with a whole group of his buddies is going through again. And she just texted us and said, Todd, you had you have left a legacy. Hmm. My middle son now wants to go through your program. And he's got 10 of his hmm. hockey teammates getting ready to start What Every Man Needs to Know Bible Study. Yeah. And so she's like, I'd love it if you'd be willing to uh, jump on with these boys and they could really talk with the author. So that's cool. So the legacy that you're leaving, and and I think that's it. We, we all want to do more, right? And step up in the areas in which we're called and gifted and at least a, a lasting ripple effect. And so what is the risk that you're not taking that could be limiting your ripple effect in this world. Be bold and take that risk.
0: That's a great question to ponder and then to do something about it. So, Thanks for sharing it today with us.
1: Yep. Love this episode and we always love spending this time with you. Share this episode and also check out episode 94 Mm, with the fear hunter himself, Justin Mena. But blessings and we'll catch you next time right here on Your Biggest Breakthrough head on over to yourbiggestbreakthrough.com where you'll find some free resources and information and a place where you can comment and we would love to dialogue with you there. So thanks so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.